Hi, everyone. This is Todd Fuller, Marketing and Communication Director for the Missouri State Teachers Association. And I have with me today uh, Dr. Dina Leighton Ogden. She's our Professional Learning Manager. And Kara Potter, who is in the Communication Department with me, one of our, our digital strategists. Hi, Dina. Hi, Kara. Hello. Hi. Thank you for being with me today. I, I'm excited about this topic because we're getting into that back-to-school mode. We're starting to think about uh, what the classrooms are going to look like. We're starting to see pictures. Our members are posting pictures of the, the transitions of their classrooms. We're starting to hear about uh, ideas about how to make the year a, a good experience for students. And uh, with that in mind, a lot of our members have been sharing tips, uh, back-to-school tips that are not only helpful for new teachers, but they're helpful for anybody who's going back into the classroom this year, regardless of the number of years that they've been in the profession. So we thought it would be interesting to hear from uh, Dina, but also from some of our members um, about uh, some ideas for back-to-school tips. So Dina, we thought we'd start with you. I, I know we've talked about this topic before. Um, your career, of course, you started uh, in the classroom and you've been with us a number of years as our professional learning manager. I was wondering if you could start and kind of talk about some ideas that you have either used or heard about um, that might be helpful to other teachers when it comes uh, to back to school and getting back into the classroom. Sure. Um, you know, one thing that I think is really important and it's what we hear all the time and what you see a lot of the research supports too is that relationship component. And I think for a teacher, it's, it's not just the relationships with the students, but also the relationships with the parents. And sometimes hosting that back to school meeting where you're, you are meeting with your parents to kind of go over the rules and expectations and, and to let them know what, you, what they can expect from you and what you expect from them to kind of form that partnership, I think is very important. Mm -hmm. Then carrying that over into that classroom, um, Harry Wong, who is a great, um, he's, he's a renowned educator, Mm -hmm. And everybody's seen his books, you know, the first day of schools and everything. Harry Wong did a study and he reported out the top things that kids want to know on that very first day of school. And in the top three, the kids wanted to know, students wanted to know, who is this person as a teacher and how will they treat me as a person? And so, you know, all of this time we've spent in, in our undergrad studies and our graduate studies, the students aren't concerned with where you went to school, what degrees you have or anything like that. They just want to know who you are as a person. And I think that just reinforces that relationship part. Um, you know, it, I think it's also important. You're starting with a blank slate. It's a brand new year. And I think it's equally important to assume the best in every child, um, not let previous years and previous teachers, you know, determine uh, your thoughts on a particular child. Uh, I always remember hearing once that, you know, parents aren't sending you their worst child and keeping their best ones at home. They're sending you the child that they love and, and is the best that they have. And so we have to keep in mind and remember that, you know, this is somebody's child that they love and we have to treat them as if they were our own child as well. And 
I always fall back on, you know, people don't care what you know until they know mm-hmm. that you care. So I think one of the biggest things is building that, that those relationships of trust and respect, not only with your students, but also with your parents. You know, I'm, I'm reading, spoiler alert, I'm reading a book called uh, The Art of Teaching Children by Philip Dunn, and I'm reading it for book review for the fall issue of the magazine. And one of the things that uh, he talks about in the book is similar to what you're saying, Dina, in that you're, those, he, he was an elementary school teacher and those students, those kids are feeling you out, learning who you are at the same time that you're learning who they are. And he has, you know, ideas as well that uh, can help you uh, kind of gel with the students and, uh, and, and learn to communicate verbally and non-verbally with the students as well. So um, I, I think that, you know, when you talk about that relationship and building that relationship, it's important. The other thing that you mentioned that I, th- I think is really interesting is you're, you're almost, it sounds like you're talking about building kind of a contract between a parent, be- between yourself as a teacher and, and, and the parents. I mean, th- does that sound like similar to what you're talking about? Pretty much, yes. When you have that back-to-school meeting, that's that opportunity that you are letting the, the parents don't know you as an individual. They might not know you as a teacher. They might know your reputation as a teacher, but they don't know how you will be. And so letting them know up front what they can expect from you just sets that stage for a smooth year so that there's well, no curveball being thrown to them, as yeah, well as what you expect from the parents, how yes. can we build this partnership? Because we both want the same thing. We and, want and not shying, yeah, not shying away from expectations or, or or having expectations of the parents. I think that's that's important and something that we don't talk about nearly enough. Is that there's it's a it's a two way relationship there, and I think that that's mm-hmm. helpful and important to know. Yeah, is, it's a partnership. Plus getting the parents into the school to see what it's all about. Is there anything else? I mean, in a second, we're going to hear from some of our members, but anything else that you want to mention before we we jump in and listen to some of the things our members have to say about back to school tips? I think the key is to always remember your why. Why did you go into this profession and um, have fun? You know, if if it's a job, then that makes it more difficult every day when you ha- when you're going to encounter those problems. And I think just um, have fun because it's the students that keep us going. It's the students that make us smile. It's the students who we will build these memories with that will last us a lifetime. And it's the students that we can make a difference in their life. And then, and it's the reason why you're, you know, you're not in the profession to, to deal with all the other ancillary things that are going on and the, the frustrations that somehow sometimes happen around the edges of what you really enjoy. It's the teaching part. It's the part where you get to interact yeah. with, with students. Absolutely. So the reason I have Kara joining us is because Kara does a lot of things that behind the scenes that you may not realize if you ever have, uh, interacted with us through an email um, and responded to a question we've asked. Kara is the one that was prompting that response. And one of the other things that Kara has done for us is pulled in information through video. Um, and, and we've done some non-traditional things with getting responses and and uh, information from our members through video uh, rather than just an email. And it's been helpful to us. It's been helpful to other members. So 
Um, Carrie, you you got some information from members about teacher tips. Can you kind of explain how that came about and, and then how we got the, the uh, tips from our members? Sure. Well, we knew that nobody knows what it's like in a classroom more than our members do. And so we wanted to kind of offer first year teachers maybe a glimpse that they wouldn't no, be able to have without the benefit of the years of experience that some of our members already have. So in one of our weekly update emails, we just asked our members, what advice would you give to a first year teacher and kind of what keeps you inspired as you go through? And we really got some nice responses. They were really well thought out and just, you know, things that you might not have thought of if you haven't spent 5, 10, 15 years in a classroom. So I appreciate the members who took time to send us a response. Um, and, you know, give that encouragement to the new teachers who are going to be entering classrooms for the first time this fall. And so, of course, we can, there are sometimes video responses, sometimes audio, but if, for the sake of the podcast, we pulled the audio from those responses. And uh, that's what we're going to listen to right now. These are uh, MSTA members, and they're sharing some of their uh, back-to-school tips. Is that the best way to describe it, Kara? I think so. We asked specifically for first-year teachers. So a lot of it is geared towards first-year teachers. Um, but I, you know, it's applicable really to everybody. So, so here they are. Uh, here are some uh, some words of wisdom and some information from our members for uh, back to school. I'd say the one thing that really is the biggest advice that I would give to a first year teacher is to be flexible, be ready in case you need to make changes to a lesson, or um, maybe your plans change, or maybe there's a last minute assembly that you didn't know about it till the day before, but always be ready to be flexible. Um, and it's not bad that you need to be flexible, but it's always good to just be flexible and not be upset when you have to be flexible, you know, just roll with the changes. Um, I think the one thing that really inspires me throughout the year is to watch my students and watch the growth in the changes in their learning. And, and it's just amazing what happens from August to even November, um, just the growth in what they can do and, that's what inspires me. It inspires me to, to know that I'm doing what I need to be doing and, and to keep working hard and, and uh, helping these kids out with what they need to know. Have a good attitude about yourself. Stay positive about the things you're doing. Work on things. Doesn't hurt to pray about it. And realize that each child has a different background. When you realize these things and you stay positive about your life and reflect that positivity to them, it will help a great deal. The first year is always a little tough. It's tough. It's a little tricky, but it's something that you can get through. You've gone to four years of college to figure out that this is what you want to do. And kids need your positiveness. And kids need to know that they are loved. You can do this. Hang in there. Talk to friends when you need to. Get that additional support. And stay with it. You got this. You can do it. You're strong. Some advice that I would give a new teacher would be to always be prepared. 
Come to class every day with a lesson plan in hand and ready to go. It may not work out exactly like you hope, but at least you'll have a plan to follow. Some other advice that I would give is to spend time building positive relationships with your students and parents. These relationships are what students will remember long past the knowledge that you've given them throughout the year. Remember, we've all been through this before. Do not feel like you're all alone in this situation. Make sure you can rely on your coworkers that have been there a while for help. Don't feel like you need to do everything yourself. Make sure that you, when you get into a problem that you don't know the answer for, it's always good to ask somebody else. I know it seems like I'm redundant on saying that, but you will learn pretty quick that you're not alone in all these situations. You need to make sure that you are aware that you're there to educate the kids. And if you're not sure what task you need to do at hand, there are other people that's been through the same thing. So just lean on them to get your answers. My advice for a first year teacher is to wear comfortable shoes. It's not about the looks. It's about how comfortable you want to be throughout the day because you are going to walk a lot. And what um, inspires me is my students. I love watching my students succeed. Say no. It's okay to say no. Um, If you're asked to coach, you can say no. If you're asked to pull on a certain project, you can say no and it's okay. to learn that early. And something that keeps me motivated throughout the year is I am an English teacher and recommending books and reading along with my students and watching them learn and grow um, within books is something very, very motivating and, and beautiful for me. My advice to first year teachers is set boundaries. Set your alarm on your phone or however you wanna do it make sure that you leave during a reasonable time. You arrive to school during a reasonable time. I felt so overwhelmed, like I wasn't doing enough my first year, and I would seriously come in at 6, 7 a.m., Monday through Friday, and stay till 8, sometimes 9 o'clock, just working on stuff, Uh, lesson planning, creating things, uh, laminating, cutting, like any of that stuff. Make sure if you can laminate or cut, take it home, do it in front of Netflix or something. Uh, But set those boundaries and make sure that you're staying healthy for yourself because I was seriously burnt out my first year just doing that. Um, And then what inspires me throughout the entire school year is my family and friends, making sure that I take a weekend off, an entire weekend from four or five on Friday till Monday at 6 a.m take that entire weekend off and spend it with family and friends. You don't have to do it every single weekend. You can do some uh, work, lesson plans, prepping, whatever you need to do every once in a while on a Saturday, but make sure you take those weekends for yourself, for your family to just re-boost and make sure that you are taking that time to become re-inspired. Um, They were a huge inspiration to me. They helped me a lot and they helped me keep my mental health really strong. And that's all you can do when, especially when you're a first year teacher, 
trying to get through the school year and trying to find your way. So I would recommend all that. So good luck. Have a good year. It's going to be great. What advice would I offer to a first year teacher? In regards to student behavior, um, a piece of advice that I would offer to any first year teacher is this, that the student's behavior is not personal. It may feel personal, may appear personal, but it's not personal. Your relationship with students is key to success with managing any behavior in the class. On top of that, you need to understand that students are going to uh, act out where they feel the safest. So if you're seeing a lot of those behaviors in your room, congratulations, the student feels safe in your room. Um, the second part of that is build a student, build a relationship with that student. Um, students who have a relationship with you will work harder to uh, please you. And the thing that really inspires me is when I see students who have um, some very serious situations um, who are personally overcoming a lot of struggles and still manage to keep up with school and um, continue to push themselves forward. That really motivates me to continue pushing forward, even when I feel stress. When I see students who are struggling and still pushing forward, that motivates me. It's okay to make mistakes. Nobody is perfect. And just like the students in our classrooms who are going to make mistakes and we are going to give them the second and third and fourth chances that they deserve, you also deserve those second and third and fourth chances. So give yourself some grace and just enjoy each day. Whenever I became a teacher for the first time, my mentor, my mom, um, she told me that classroom management is the key to success. You want to make sure that you have a good foundation for your students and they understand what your expectations of are them. You need to also take care of yourself. That is highly important. Make sure you're getting plenty of rest, um, enjoying time off whenever you're supposed to be off. I know whenever I, my first year, I thought I had to be at school all the time, working late, but that's not the case. Make sure you carve out some time for yourself. Build relationships. It is awesome to have uh, another co-teacher in the building that helps you throughout time that can you can lean on to ask questions, to ask advice on. That's wonderful to do. Um, and don't try to do it all. You know, I know many teachers who think that they should do everything right at once, but that's not the case. Um, and whenever you plan a lesson that you think is going to go fabulously, and it doesn't just know that that happens to all of us. There's been many lessons that I, in my mind and writing it out, I thought would be wonderful. But <laughs> in fact, it was a complete disaster. So hang in there. Make sure you get plenty of rest and enjoy this school year. You got this. Kara, thanks for pulling those together and, and kind of compiling them. Those were really interesting ideas. Some things that I hadn't thought about myself. Uh, I, I hope it was helpful. I mean, I'm both of you have either heard about uh, tips from teachers for a number of years or you've been in the classroom, but I, I think it was probably helpful to all of us. Yeah, um, I hope so. Oh. Yeah, well, thank you for doing that. Um, are there, I, I know that there were some resources, Kara, that you were kind of going to pull together and we can put that in the show notes. Do you, do you want to mention that real quick? Sure, we've got, for since before I came to MSTA, we've printed a success guide um, with just a lot of resources for teachers that's now online um, and I can we'll share the link to that we also have pulled together uh, just kind of into one place all of our resources for new teachers so just so they can 
quickly access links to register for the BTAP workshops um, and for other resources that Dina has. Um, and just, you know, kind of all in one place, any of the questions that you might have as a new teacher, um, hopefully that you can find the answers all in one spot. And then finally, Dina, to wrap things up, I, I know we have some events um, in the short term, but also some looking kind of far out into the next several months, we have some events that might be of interest to uh, to our members. Do you, do you mind mentioning some of those? Uh, no, not at all. Um, one of the things that we are really excited about is new this year is our new teacher virtual summit. That's going to be held on uh, February 8th and teachers can register for that now. Um, it's going to be of the evening and what it'll be is it'll be a panel and there'll be different types of uh, workshops that you can choose from to you know, identify. It allows us to individualize, meet your needs, meet your interests. And so um, we're, really, we're really excited about that one. That's gonna be new, it's for first year teachers. Uh, and so, that can be registered. We do have um, also, um, it's a little flyer, but it's called PD to go. And so each quarter that is going, that's published. You'll be able to find that on your website. It's also going to be um, your CTA leaders will, will receive it. But it's just a little flyer that it will uh, capitalize on some PD tips to kind of, that you might be able to use and implement in your classroom. And um, and then we are building our online uh, library. So uh, we're real excited right now. We've got an engagement strategies course. We're looking at two more by the end of August and with the goal of adding something um, as time allows each month. Um, it, the, the online courses, they're all asynchronous. So it's self-paced. You can work at your own uh, during your own time. That's convenient for you. But so far, the feedback's been very positive with the ones with the one that we have up and the people that have participated in that. And then, of course, we've always got our monthly Beyond the Book Club book studies. Those are that's for veteran teachers. If you just want an opportunity to uh, learn from others, it, you know you can look for, at the different months. Uh, we do that every month except the month of December and the month of May. And you can look at the books that were that are being um, studied, uh, and you can sign up and register for that as well. Uh, the books themselves, participants have to pay, you know purchase their own book, but mm -hmm. we do set the goal of trying to get the author to join us during uh, the one during one of the uh, meetings, live meetings that we do via Zoom, and yeah, so uh, that's kind of neat. And, and those have been well received. I, I know that the the individuals that have been participated have really enjoyed the opportunity. Uh, I think that the books are have been excellent choices. Um, and is it, you correct me if I'm wrong, Dina? But the book for November isn't that going to be our speaker? Am I remembering that the right book, or completely wrong? Or uh, the book for October? Sorry. Yes. Yeah, by Tara Martin, who is our convention keynote speaker. Yes, okay. Uh, and also, you know, convention, thank you for mentioning that, but <laughs> convention is a free PD uh, opportunity, and anybody can come for the 
professional development component of it. That's like Thursday afternoon into Friday morning workshops. And, you know, that's for MSTA members or non-members. It's any educator can come, even students from colleges and universities. And then we also do a deep dive. And Tara Martin will be doing that deep dive later that day. And so it's an opportunity for, in a smaller setting, to work with, um, you know, an educational expert. And it's it's free. It's hard I, when we talk to other um, associations in other states, and we tell them that yes, our professional learning for our convention in November is free. Uh, they're shocked, but I mean that is one of the things that we do for all teachers in the state to provide an opportunity for uh, professional learning um, in Columbia in November. And you know, we're, I'm glad we're able to do that. Yes, yes, it is free. The the um... The deep dive, there is a there is a fee for that one, yes. but um, the PD and even seeing the keynote, that is all free. So lots of opportunities. We'll continue to mention those throughout the uh, throughout the year, um, making sure that everybody has the opportunity to to participate if they want to. Um, but I really appreciate Dina, you and Kara uh, participating in helping us today talk about some teacher tips. Uh, thank you for being able to do that. Thank you for the opportunity. Look for another episode of MSTA Presents next week. And uh, until then, everybody have a great week. I hope that the back to school events that you are all a part of are, are going well. And if there's anything MSTA can do for you, please let us know. Have a great week. Thanks for listening.